Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 52. This is a special episode as it is uh, happened on the day before my birthday. Obviously, today's the day after my birthday now, but I had a few guys on. I'm thinking about making this a monthly uh, thing where it's kind of like a round t- t- table podcast where any of the strength coaches that I know or soon to know or, you know, referrals or whatever, we'll just come together and we'll just, you know, talk shop or whatever. So who I, we had on today was uh, Steve Steve Rose of Waffle Iron, uh, JC Bird, Unbridled Strength, Mark Deppin, the head strength and conditioning coach in uh, at a Donovan Catholic in Jersey, uh, Iron State's Athletic Systems, ran by Sam Dang, what is it, Savon or Sid? Sid? What the? Uh, I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm terrible. What is this shit? Sabak, Sabak. My handwriting is shit. I wrote it down. I wrote all these down. Handwriting crap. Um, Jim Jarvis of Jarvis Performance, and then Corey O. Gorman, um, the guy that I forgot to press record on when we had our one-on-one podcast a week ago. So once again, sorry, Corey. Um, Corey's a strength coach out in uh, Canada, what part, don't remember, just know it was cold as shit from his description, and um, uh, he's actually moving to, was it Ireland or Scotland, I think it was Scotland, um, to become a, what they call physiotherapist, a physical therapist, um, to finish his master's, but he's a strength coach, well he just resigned because he's moving, but he was a strength coach for a swim team out in Canada, and he's also a powerlifter, so he trains a bunch of powerlifters, so that was the crew, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy, let's get clean. Okay. Okay, now I think, yeah, now I can hear you, yeah. Happy birthday, brother. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, tomorrow, yeah, actually, it is, but I figured everybody's maxing out and training people tomorrow. So that's yeah. what I'm, I'm going to do. I'll do it today. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not, I'll be training people tomorrow, but I ain't training. I probably won't fucking. I probably I was going to do a max lower, but I just. <laughs> I did dynamic lower yesterday, dynamic upper day. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I, uh, I just started doing um under uh joe lasco so i joined his um he does like a 20 dollar a month joint so not his one-on-one because i used to do one-on-one with him when i was still playing and i was like well i don't need the one-on-one attention i just literally need programming where i ain't got to think about it no more mm-hmm. and it's gonna be because when he trained me obviously it was for basketball and i'm like i kind of want to see what it's like when he does it for power because he does one just for hypertrophy, one for tactical, and then he has another one for um for powerlifting. But when you pay the twenty, I didn't know like you have access to all three, so it's literally just Google uh, drives, and then like you'll see the folder for each, and then you click on the folder, and it shows the month of January, February, March, all of 2020, 2021, 2022, and it's actually like really good. I was like, and really? I was like, I, for a person like who's worked with him. And then has has like know what I know. That's as far as individual as I really need. But now it's like I ain't got to think about it. And I'm like, when he would do had me doing for basketball, 
it was a lot. I mean, like all this crazy shit he had me doing. Now I see for powerlifting, I'm like, oh. So after you max, there's like a lot of like traction based work and like abs, one or two accessories, stuff like that, more than it is like trying to destroy yourself all the time. And I'm like, yeah, maybe my intensity was way too high from before because I'm like, I keep getting beat up. It was like just five, six months of it. I started keep getting like, nagging injuries. And I'm like, something's got to change because I'm in the first year of doing this shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that that you're getting your training through? Joe Joe Lasco, the one that they always refer to as the stack guy from Westside. Joe Lasso, huh? He goes by Special Strengths on Instagram. His, his, the the numbers a lion. I mean his his uh his thing is a lion. Joe Lasso, I think I might have seen him. Fuck man. Let's see. Special strengths. Yes, he goes by special strengths on Instagram. I'm surprised you wouldn't know him. Like he's referencing like all the books and shit. Really? No, I have he's quiet though on Instagram. Like he's quiet. Like I feel like another one. He's just getting used to uh uh he's just getting like trying to really do something, you know. Yeah, it's been a minute. Oh god, I've been terrible about it. I had a freaking read any new books or even gone back into the, any of my readings recently. I feel like I've just, I've been so neglecting of that shit lately. <laughs> when was, uh, when was, what was the last book you had read? I mean, I crack open, open super training every now and then. Did you read but, it already fully through? Hell no. I, 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 I did it. I did it. And it was, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, because when I do it, it's like, I'll fucking go and read for, I'll try it. Like, cause it's like, I can read through a couple pages, but if I cover a lot of ground, I'm not going to remember a lot of ground I covered. Yeah. And so I try to like go back through and, you know, look at it and, you know, really try to like study one page at a time. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, if you're making content for IG or something, you can just flip the damn thing open to any page, read a page or two, and, like, yeah. you got shit you can, like, mull over for weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. I feel like everybody I know that is, like, like Bird and Jared, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about how many times Louie reads it, but I know Jared said, I think he just finished his third time through, and what he's done is bought it each time separately. So that he adds his highlights and his notes to the next one. And he's like, I saw, I heard him talk about his last pod that now he's like, I think I have it perfectly highlighted. So it's like everything you actually need to know for training, like especially team sport type athletes, not the track and field and Olympic weightlifting. And I think that's, that's important because there's so many parts where I think if you're reading a consistent amount of pages, you're probably not retaining a lot of it. Because you're like, I have a goal of 10 pages today, you know? And then you have the other part where it's just like, oh, maybe I missed that this actually applies to something I do just because of how tiring it is. <laughs> God, it takes a shitload of just concentration, honestly. Yeah. That's the hard part. I feel like between that and science and practice of strength and conditioning, like, if I ever feel lost, just go right back to those. Those are like my yeah. fucking Bibles. Science, si I'm trying to think. Science and practice was the one that was pretty good. Jim! What's going on, guys? That's a beautiful beard. That's a beautiful <laughs> mug, Jim. 
just got, uh, just got trimmed up pretty good yesterday. So you sexy. Uh, I, I it. It, it looks like Sasquatch got uh, murdered in my mm. bathroom after I turned it up yesterday. So <laughs> it was funny, Jim. I actually, uh, there's a lady at our gym that the daughter and the son go to a boarding school in Minnesota, and I because they were like complaining because they've seen me with a lot of the kids and like, man, our strength conditioning program is terrible, and it's like big money type school so oh, they, do they they're like look, bro i already you forgot the name but okay. i gave her your instagram because the husband went to the school that's why the kids go there okay. and like nuclear physicists like type shit right so um but they're like a big hockey school but their strength conditioning is lacking and yeah, they have the money the resources for equipment a probably a better coach or like I was like, hey, give this guy I, – I don't know if he – because I was like, I don't know if he's looking to leave, but I know he deals primarily with hockey and has had great results. So, if you guys are looking at that – and I was like, also, they were just saying just for the kids, like her two kids specifically, don't even really play hockey. They just, um, just want to work out, and even their PE and weight class program is bad because I think it's the same dude. So, um, just a heads up. Maybe they may be hitting right. you up soon, so – yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds like shout out st mary's it's down it's probably about a half hour from where i am i actually have mm. one of my goalies went there for four years and a kid that plays uh at one of the colleges here in the cities uh went there that i got the, okay. the train so so yeah i've i've dealt with them a little bit i so when the last college that i was at was about 10 minutes from there oh, and okay the guy that's there now reached out to me when he got the job and we talked a little bit and he was a guy that came from basically just being a PE teacher to, and having his athletic training certificate to being a strength coach. So he had never <laughs> done like an internship, never done anything. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it is by the book linear progression basically what you can find in the NSCA essential yeah. to strength and conditioning book. So <laughs> but yeah that's that's what they got down there. So and it's interesting because I mean Wayne Gretzky's kids went there and played. Really? Uh, yeah. Martin Oh Rogers so this is like a really big time there. school. So it's a big time hockey school. So but what's my man Corey up to over there? What am I up to? Mm -hmm. Um, trying to say warm. Working, working on moving. <laughs> so got, got, and the heating is on full blast in my apartment, and it <laughs> is still cold. Okay? <laughs> I'm in sweatpants, and I was going to put a hoodie on because it's that cold, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think last night it was like minus 30. It was great. Oh, shit. Fahrenheit? <laughs> no, Celsius. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So minus this 30 Celsius. Fahrenheit. What is that? That's like... Uh, like zero Fahrenheit or something? I'm just... Where are you Just at? spitballing. Northern Canada. Minus 22 what? degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus oh. Christ. I'm still fucked. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Staying warm. 
Just chilling. Damn. <laughs> Staying warm. <laughs> Corey, are you Dude. from Northern Canada originally? Um, or did you so move I've been up here there? for five years, and I, before that, I lived in Southern Canada, like uh, close to the border. Okay. Yeah. Well, what brought you up to Northern Canada then? Uh, the job at the hospital. Okay. Um, had a friend who was running the program for cardiac rehab, and he was on he was on a maternity leave um, deal, and so his contract for the nine months was ending, and um, he's like, "If you want this position, like, it's great." And I said, "Sure." So I took it five years ago. It was good. Yeah, man. And then just started coaching more and more as I got up here because there's no one to do that. So, yeah, been good. Yeah, man, that's fucking cold, man. Oh, I only so, I had to deal with that when I lived in Montana and went in junior college, but it was only like that for like a week. You know? And like your fucking cars don't even start. Like, <laughs> you gotta, get, gotta get special batteries. <laughs> yeah seriously I you gotta get special tires though don't you yeah well usually like up here um like we'll just drive in studded tires so in the winter at least Ooh. yeah are they just constantly pl- doing the snow plow trucks no no like maybe once a week sort of thing but nothing nothing really gets plowed like the roads are cleared, but it's you can only do so much. All right. Yeah. yeah. How bad do the snowstorms get? Um, but so far we haven't had any. Like we've had a couple ice storms, um, but nothing nothing crazy for snow. What the hell is year. an ice storm? Um, it's where like warm water is <laughs> like rain comes in with warm water or warm mm-hmm. air, sorry. And then uh, the ground is still frozen from the days previous. So the water just accumulates and forms ice. But then usually there's like a huge temperature flux. So like uh, two weeks ago, it was about two degrees Celsius, three degrees Celsius, which is super warm. And then in a night, it went to minus like 15. So Mm. woke up to ice rinks everywhere. (laughs) That's when that shit will like coat your car and shit with ice huh yeah <laughs> where are you guys from? like well i know you're close from atlanta where are you from man and what's your i'm in uh i'm in utah utah nice. salt lake city okay and i'm yeah. not mormon Why? <laughs> <laughs> everyone always has to ask me that so i gotta get it out of the way early well i got a funny funny story about the mormon thing so right after undergrad I moved out to Idaho, and I didn't realize how many Mormons were out in Idaho. So mm-hmm. I moved out there, took a job at a private gym that we contracted through a junior college with and a bunch of high schools. And uh, so I moved out July 1st. So 4th of July, my boss was like, hey, you know, I'm sure you don't know anybody out here yet. You know, come on out to the, our cabin. We're going to have a big 4th of July celebration. You know, we'll have a lot of fun. So I'm used to 4th of July. We drink beer. So I bring, I think I'm being a nice, good new employee. I fill up a cooler full of beer. I bring it <laughs> out to the cabin. 
I open up the cooler when I first get there, crack a beer, and it was like I was Satan himself <laughs> cracking open that beer. <laughs> How dare you? Oh my god, <laughs> dude, it's <You're> so fired. true. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I, I, I forgot. I forgot you are in uh, Utah. I don't know why I was thinking you're like in Chicago or Indiana. I think so many people I've interviewed are from there. I don't know why I thought you were. Yeah. I, I don't know, how man. How long has it been since I, I had you on? In my story every day. You said what? I said, that's like, every time I try to make posts, I try to keep those mountains in my fucking <laughs> background on my story and shit every day. <laughs> Hopefully that helps engagement or some shit, but. What are you doing in Utah? Like, what do you do for work? I, so. Studying to be a been Training baseball players <laughs> in a shipping container. On my parents' yard. Okay. And uh, I also have a side business where I'm, I'm, I created this new tropic energy drink called Drink Alchemy within okay. the last year. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. I just, I literally, I'm literally in a shipping container all day, every day, just fucking. I usually fuck around with bands a lot. I, yeah. I literally do like probably seventy five percent of all my training. I'm doing shit with bands. Hmm. Awesome. It's fun though. How's, how's, be the, how's the uh the uh energy drink been going since the last time we talked? All right, sounds we good. Got, uh, See you in a week. We just got our first uh big time investment. It's like it's like just a hundred K. Okay. Um and we got some other investments coming in too. But yeah, you know, we've been uh, we've been growing. I think our Instagram, I think we're up to like twenty six thousand followers. I don't know. We we've had steady sales. We've we've only been in production since April, so we've been doing good. I, I tell you what, if I could take that's like, you know, the it's got all the the blend of nootropics and stuff in there. Like, I, it's way stronger than like Alpha Brain or any of that shit you've heard of. But the most important thing I've always thought was like it, it tastes fucking good, and it's only yeah, like I got a sweet tooth, so that shit got to really taste good. Dude, I promise, like you know what? And the thing is, I shit you not, it is the best hangover or headache remedy you've ever tried. Is that because of the cocaine you put in it, or? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wish. Shit. I think mostly it's the magnesium. Mm. We put uh, 200 man. milligrams of magnesium glycinate in there, and shit. I mean, any other drink or fucking supplement that I've seen that's not like a pill that has magnesium in it isn't even like a quarter of that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I swear to God, I've had many people tell me they drink it when they get a headache and it goes away. Like, it's like you just forget it. It's not even like you notice it's like it, it dwindles away. It's just like a half hour later, it's just gone. You keep about it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Do you, uh, I'm trying to remember. Where did you say that it's sold at? Is it more online if you're not in like Utah or you guys are busy? Well, my business partners, um, one of them just, he was in New Jersey. The other one, 
There's oh. two that were in New Jersey. One of them's still there. The other one just recently moved to Boston. Okay. Because um, his girlfriend is fencing coach at Harvard. She was wow. actually in the Olympics this year. Oh, wow. She, uh, she took bronze at Rio, but uh, she was in it this year. Didn't, she kind of got fucked over. It was kind of stupid. She lost to a Russian, and it was like – it was kind of controversial, honestly. And uh, what I heard – because it came down to a final point decision. And from what I heard, the judges were like Russian. And you ain't winning that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You went by land, sorry. And uh, so our, our most of our pallets are stored in New Jersey right now. So we okay. you can buy them online, obviously. There's a couple stores around there. that carry it. And then like, my homies here, I just have them shit in boxes on boxes, and then I just sell it via Venmo. Oh, okay. Yeah. How big are the cases? Uh, 12 packs. Okay. 12 packs, and then uh, we use three packs on our website, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's cheaper to buy by the 12 pack if, you, if you're drinking them regularly. Are you, they, they are, any of you guys, uh, are you any of you guys uh, Office fans? I've seen it, yeah. I've seen plenty of <laughs> There's just, uh, it's just every time you talk about this, there's this episode on the show where uh, they, the warehouse guys, they win the lottery, and they all, like, are asking, oh, what did you do with your half? And this Asian and black guy come, and they bring their they – they made an energy drink. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, it didn't do well. <laughs> and uh, you know the black guy from Hot Tub Time Machine with the afro? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. So he's the manager. He's like, and I guess he didn't put his, his numbers in, so he was so really tight that he lost. But then these motherfuckers moved to their money. He's like, oh, you're, you mean no one wanted a Japanese energy drink made for homosexuals? <laughs> and, the, and the name of the drink is like, like – uh, Something calm or some shit like that. <laughs> and he drank it and almost threw up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. watch that. That's a big reason you go and invest in that type of stuff, right? You know. Yeah. That's. I have to watch that. Yeah, it, it it was good. Just for those like five minutes, it's so good. Yeah. All right, Corey, Corey, to make up for the fact that I didn't record this shit the last time, t- tell the people a little bit about yourself. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, living in Canada, northern Canada. Uh, just quit my job at the hospital, cardiac rehab, going back to school uh, in Scotland for uh, a master's degree, uh, master's of science in physiotherapy. Um, and then after that, see where the world goes. But right now, I'm just honestly just moving like boxes everywhere. My apartment's a big mess. Got, yeah, lots going on right now. It's good though. What do you do for work? Oh, I, I run the chronic disease management program at the Fort St. John Hospital. Yep. Then for strength and conditioning. Oh, and then I coach, uh, well, I did coach, strength coach a swim team 
uh, up here, the Okanu Regional and uh, Powerlifters. It's my real jam. Did did you uh did you quit because now you're gonna be moving? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that a sad day? That was super sad. Um, some of those athletes have been with like for like four or five years because they started out in juniors, like junior high. Now they're in their like grade eleven year of high school um, with the club, and so uh, it was all super short. Like. Um, hasn't given me a ton of time with the visa and stuff so it's like hey i'm leaving next week i'm done <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh okay so um resigned and uh yeah it was super sad i think the saddest though is leaving the gym like the facility because i don't know where my next gym is going to be especially oh, yeah. like, in scotland so there's a lot of anxiety around that um especially like going from a great training atmosphere uh the gym up here, it's Gators Gym. Um, it's the best, easily one of the best training facilities I've been in. Uh, the atmosphere is always good. The guys there are awesome. So, yeah, man, lots going on. All right, what's some? We got to cover some like training topics. I want to know. I want to know from Jim how he recovered from his uh, session with Dave down in in august how'd that go for him like what'd you think of it i don't know if, it, if he's on it's like he's training somebody or something jim's mid lift Garris, they, want the they want to ask you a question he is mid lift <laughs> ah, ah. oh this is how i recovered from it <laughs> also your battery's dead we can hear him <laughs> What the hell had seven? Oh, you locked it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to remember whether I should call my Zoom goes up. There it is. Ah. All right, I'm back. Turn here. Give me back. Are you mid lift? <laughs> Hold on. Let me go back to my office so I can actually hear you guys. Oh, okay. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the middle of uh, dynamic effort day, so. This is the best. Hey, my, training, my training got off to a late start today. <laughs> I, I enjoyed my birthday too much last night. What'd you do? I just sat around, watched college football, and drank beers. How many? Too many. <laughs> Way more than I normally drink. So, I was hoping Iowa would uh, pull off the upset last night, but they did not. So, I have a buddy that's from the Uper, from the UP of Michigan, and he was all excited about Michigan making it to the national or to the playoffs. So, who won between uh, Georgia and Alabama? Alabama. Uh, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, because I, I got all these Georgia people because I'm not from here, but that are at my gym. And they're all, like, talking about it in my head. I'm like, I don't know much about football, but I know that y'all probably about to get smacked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they have looked pretty fucking good all year, though. They had, they had said that, but I know they ain't got reverse hypers. I know somebody else. Did. 
<laughs> we'll start there. <laughs> oh, really? I, lost, oh, yeah. I lost a lot of money last year on Clemson because. Oh really? I have uh, a kid that I train that's from Ohio. He moved here when he was like 15 or 16, so he's a huge Buckeye fan. And yeah. I'm like, Clemson's gonna fucking smack you guys all over the place. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go 50 bucks. I'm like, all right. And then I lost 50 bucks. So, <laughs> so I was a little disappointed with, with Clemson last year. But anyways, what was the question for me? Oh, yeah. How did you recover from your train your ass off weekend? Holy fuck. That took me forever to recover from. <laughs> did it? it uh, so we drove back that Sunday <clears throat> night, um, got back to Minnesota at about 6 a.m. And I slept from six to nine and then came up to the gym and oh then coached that whole day, went back home, slept for like probably 12 hours. Then <laughs> I got back home at about seven that night and slept until seven the next morning when I had to be back up to the gym. So, um, yeah, that was rough. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing, so that was Monday that we got back. Tuesday, I had to train all day. Wednesday. Wednesdays are usually kind of my slow day because I usually go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday with my kids. So Wednesday I was able to go in and I saw my chiropractor that does a lot of soft tissue work on me as well. And he worked on me for about an hour that day to get me back good to go. So yeah, that was, that was a rough time recovering from that. I don't know how the hell you went over to fucking West side the next day. And yeah, tell everybody what you did. T- tell everybody what you did, Corey, when you were at training your ass falls with Jim, and then say what did you then have to do at Westside? Because this shit's crazy. <laughs> well, Saturday, <laughs> what do you think, Jim? Like Saturday, we squatted for probably five, five, six hours, maybe. I would say four or five hours. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and then we got like a little bit of break for some uncrustables, which I'd never had before. I didn't even know those were a thing. <laughs> American is so fat, man. You just can't even eat the crust on a PB and <laughs> That's waste of time. <laughs> yeah. And so then, uh, waste of time. Like it. <laughs> um, so then we, I don't know. We, and then after that, we all went through like. Then we went deadlifts. Yeah. Deadlifts for like hour and a half, two hours, maybe. Yeah. That wasn't so bad. That was pretty quick. Yeah, he shut it down actually pretty quick. Dave was really. I saw the video. That's why y'all look like shit when y'all were deadlifting. It's because you squatted before. Oh my god, yeah. we squatted for fucking ever, forever, man. And like, and and at that point, it was so hot in that building. I think I had drank like a gallon of water, and I didn't pee once. <laughs> at that point in the day, I was like, okay, this is great. Uh, and then after that, we did the train your ass off part where he took us to failure and like leg press and hack squats and hamstring curls and ghrs and a whole bunch of exercises then uh did a q a to like i don't know 12 30 yeah midnight 12 30 somewhere in there yeah and then went back to the hotel slept uh got up uh to do a covid test drove all over columbus i still stand <laughs> that columbus is a nice city but like it's it's not bad um and then we benched for did bench and upper body exercises for a bunch of hours i don't even know how many 
would you say, Jim? Like God. six? Probably about five because I think we we started at noon and then we had a Q and A for probably two two and a half hours and we got out of there about seven thirty. So yeah, yeah, somewhere oh, out yeah. there. And then um, and then the next morning I went to Westside Barbell and trained with Louie for a session and it was great. Yeah, talk about that shit. Yeah, tell, I want to hear about that shit. Um. I like at that point my legs were starting to seize, so I couldn't walk very well. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he, I was told that training started at six thirty, so I was up at like five in the morning, um, to try and make it there in time, and uh, found my way there in. No one was there really, except for three guys, uh, barely talking to other dudes who I didn't know who they were, but they were doing good mornings. And I didn't want to interrupt them. So I just waited and asked when Louie was showing up and they're like, he'll be here at seven. So I was like, great. Louie showed up and he's like, you're here to train. And I'm like, I am. I just want to learn from you and see. And he's like, great, start deadlifting. I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, do you care if maxed out two days in a row already? He's like, today's Monday. It's max effort day. And I'm like, <laughs> like great. so start working in like deadlifting and um, everything asked, man. Like I'm struggling hard and I get to about 500 and, in the video, like, I think at 4.50, he started seeing, like, the big technical flaw, which is that I have a really hard time locking out. Anyways, pull 500, put it down, and he's like, wow, that was terrible. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you got no ass. I'm like, great. <laughs> and he's like, you have no ass. And he's like, I want you to do some super wide sumo pulls. And so I started doing sets of five of that. And then, uh, and then he had me pull the sled for the length of their parking lot, just loaded it up with like four plates. Uh, but the, the pavement of the parking lot was, was fresh. Like the asphalt was fresh. So, so it kept on sticking to the sled. So <laughs> it was just this nonstop fight. Like nothing ever slid properly. It would like jump, get stuck, jump, get stuck for <laughs> I don't know, 600 feet plus. And uh, after that, I walk in and he's like, done, I'm like finished it. And he's like, great, get on the reverse hyper. Uh, <laughs> give me a hundred reps. I'm like, okay, well, wait, 400 pounds. Said, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, start, I start going and I'm like blacking out at this point. I can't, I can't think, I can't see. That was my whole weekend. That's how I remember that whole weekend was not being able to think properly from being so tired. Then to do that, so I, I think I, I did a set of 20 and uh, I fell off the first hyper and Louis comes over. He's like, you need to work on your work capacity. He's like, you should be able to do a hundred reps. You should be able to do a hundred reps without a problem. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm giving you 10 with that weight fuck that shit <laughs> yeah I, I finished the 100 reps and it was a reverse hyper with the chain and I've never used oh that my before. god that shit but is terrible I, I, I liked it 
I don't know what your problem is. I liked it. It was nice. I hate that. that shit. Shit. Get that thing going. You gotta be on that shit. Fucking flying everywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and it's welded in. So oh, it is. God. It's it's wild. So finish the hundred reps. Uh, and he's like, you need to be better. Like straight up. <laughs> Like borderline, he's just like, You're a piece of shit, man. Like, <laughs> um, so like you need to be better and, and increase your work capacity. He's like, You're weak, and I'm like, thanks. And he's like, go under the belt squat athletic trainer setup that they have. He's like, do um some standing marches. I was like, All right. And oh fuck. There's like 300 pounds on it with blue bands and he did 100 he's like do 100 steps i'm like okay so do 100 walk over to him like i'm done and at this point i thought he was going to be like all right yeah we're finished because you look like ass but he's like do another 100 i'm like oh yeah let's do 100 more so i did 100 more and then i finished it all right i'm done that 100 he's like Give me 50 more. Just 50. And I'm like, okay. So the 50, I couldn't lift my feet off of the platform. So I just sort of like, I'm not going to lie. I was like literally standing there just doing this. And I like struggled so hard to get out of that. And then uh, he's like, that was good. He's like, you can be done. I'm like, all right. Uh Overall, I think the experience though was was insanely beneficial, um, without a doubt. I think like one of the issues that like I think lots of people have with conjugate is that they don't. On paper, when you look at conjugate on paper, it looks pretty goofy, right? But when you see it like performed by whole facility and everyone knows what they're doing, but then the coach, aka Louie is able to just direct everyone according to what they need on the spot. Uh, that's where I think the huge difference for for me, myself at least was made was being able to see how it was how it was done with a whole facility of people all training for different things. That was pretty cool, um, and also being aware and being made aware of like the intensity and the effort put into training um because there were no rest periods there was no no one was taking a rest period like i think like watching burley hawk that morning um like i was watching them good morning like he worked up to 800 to an 800 cambridge bar good morning with 80 pounds in bands but the rest period that he was taking was literally other guy doing a rep so they were just going there's three of them so they're each going rep 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 plate rep 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 plate and so that was it once they hit 880 they were done and they shut it down and then he went and did like some obscenely hard uh conditioning work and accessory and supplemental work afterwards which is was it was great to see uh so and then after that i i couldn't bend my legs for about two days (laughs) i was gonna say how was the plane ride uh i I popped, I went to the airport and I bought like a pack of Advil and aspirin and ibuprofen and I just took it all. 
I just popped it off. <laughs> Worth the um, death. <laughs> and hope the doctor's on board. <laughs> uh, I asked my wife before she's because she's the ER nurse. So I was like, "Is this a good idea?" She's like, "I would take half doses if you're going to plan to do that." And I was like, "I got you." I took, and then I told her. But uh, <laughs> even with all of that in my system, the pain in my legs was so excruciating, like I couldn't move my left leg. Like it was, it was, it was pretty bad. Couldn't walk. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I can believe Steve, that. That's... Steve of uh, Waffle Irons in here. Say what's up, Steve. Oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so I, I accepted him in there. You finally hear my voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never speak. I listen, but I never speak. <laughs> How you doing? Good. I kind of lost track of time, but. Uh, I made yeah. it Sunday. Yep. You got kids, so you're kind of, yeah. you know, you got, you got that, you got to get the easy out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One so far. So there's still daylight. So we we're like, well, we're, we're going to work on walking a little bit. <laughs> but she's, she's getting it. <laughs> Where are you from, Steve? What's up? Where are you from? Uh, Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm up in, uh, northern connecticut i'm like half hour from lightning fitness but i'm too lazy to actually go to a gym so i just spend way too much on my home gym <laughs> okay better anyways yeah it's 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 more interesting because it's like lightning has everything but it would take so much time to get into you know b- being vetted by everyone that's experienced there to actually get into a training crew that i having a kid i don't have time for that so it's just right. easier to just do dumb shit on my on my own where I, I just kind of read something or hear something and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna try that and see how long I can I can, you know, make that work until I find something else. But it's been interesting. Kind of forces you to be a little more creative, huh? Oh yeah, it, it's fantastic. Where you, you definitely have to try and troubleshoot things like getting into gear the first time was just absolutely i I had to buy a full rack because it was like all right i'm gonna kill myself on this you know half rack (laughs) i didn't know what the hell i was doing Uh, you got any more uh, athletes in there uh so i had my neighbor Corey coming back but i don't know what he does to get in trouble so his parents told him that he can't come back until he gets A's and B's. So it's it's just me right now. I, I got him up to 32 inches on a vertical. And it was like a one step just because I, I cheat as much as I can just to make progress. But uh, he left be- middle of November. Mm. So right now it's just me. But Are you going to try to like open it up more like just promoting it more or like is it just your areas kind of like not as many kids or they already have a lot of strength conditioning coaches so i I reached out to a couple of his friends but also like working for the government and especially getting this new job like it would be more of a headache having an actual business and you know buying insurance and actually having like making sure that the irs doesn't audit me even though I've, i've worked for them now but so it, it's more I'm, I'm avoiding that more than anything else so <laughs> I, I almost want to just learn as much as i can now and 
hopefully when, when the house is paid off eventually, maybe this will be a, a second career when I know a little bit more. But right now, okay. it's just I'm a meathead that needs to learn as much as I can. Right, I get that. Plus, my, my daughter's one. So when her and her soon-to-be <laughs> sister are you know older, hopefully I, would, I don't have to pay for college if I can find the obscure sport to get them into. Tennis. Softball. <laughs> Well, volleyball, well, my, uh, golf, just play, any sport that doesn't like to lift, you lift them right, they get a scholarship. Well, pretty so, so my, my little it. brother had his academic scholarship for pole vault. And mm. it was funny because he was six foot, 165 was his, his pole was rated for. So he'd always cut weight for that. And it was, you know, six foot, 165. He, he'd probably do what we would consider like a three board, even though it was, you know, just like a half rep on, on bench with like mm-hmm. 285 at the time mm-hmm. knowing nothing we, we were just bro lifters and it was like just because he was strong he actually did better at pole vault because he could just bend the pole mm. so it's like all, all and then he got into pro, you know like mma and fighting and it was like he was stronger so even if he had the same technique as all of the other guys that were better at jujitsu, he was stronger so it it canceled it out because mm-hmm. everyone knows it's like if you have the same amount of technique, the stronger guy always wins. Yeah. So it's funny how many people try to fucking act like that shit ain't true, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone does. Oh, my God. I fucking roll my eyes so many times to some of the fucking shit I see on Instagram with oh, some, some of the guys that post shit that are just like what? seed me. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> he's just, oh, he's fantastic. Get seated. I I still want to know how fuck he gets athletes in there, bro. Like, he's in Atlanta. You know he's in Atlanta too. Here. Oh like, yeah, taking mad Falcons players doing that dumb shit with his ass. Like how so, the hell do they not see that and be like, hey, this is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen? <laughs> he posted. Uh, I, I think a Taylor Heineke too. The I mean, the, the only thing I can think of is maybe he's he's pulling like a John Rusin. Because when John Rusin went out and did the stuff with Dave a few years ago, he paid Dave to do that. Oh, he, he did? To do what? To do the, to do do the, the thing fix, on him? Yeah. Fix to, John Rusin? No, the, to do the fixing Dave Tate thing. He, uh, paid, right, he right. paid Dave to do the fixing Dave Tate thing. Really? I didn't, oh, know I didn't know that. It's funny because yeah. we got a lot of – we probably have mutual friends that do his seminars and stuff. I don't know oh, if yeah. they're – like, I don't know if this stuff is – if his stuff is good because I follow a lot of, like, the FRC and the ART stuff, and I, like – I feel like that's, like, the best stuff. But I know a lot of people that are good, like, on the strength conditioning side, but then are certified and, and speak for his stuff. So, well, like, I don't know – like, I don't know enough about – his stuff to have even an opinion about it but i remember when he did that the fixing dave tate that was the first time i heard of him i was like who the hell is this guy why would dave of all you know you you would think it would be i would have thought it would be enough john quinn or something like that somebody that like has worked with these great athletes like at west side i'm like who is dr john ruskin i don't know yeah is he a little fraudy is he a little, any bald little... guy right from what I've heard, he doesn't actually work with many, like, action people in his gym. It's just kind of himself doing his own thing. But his certification shit is, like, I don't know. It's advertised. Well, so, so it he, looks he like does, it's big. Yeah, so, like, that certification stuff, like, he does the certification stuff. 
like with groups of people, and he's gotten a pretty big following. I know yeah. the one in Minneapolis I did a couple of weeks ago, or I think it was about a month ago now, like it sold out. But like he doesn't yeah. work with any like athletes or clients. It's just him hmm. and his gym. Yeah. So he just made like really good videos. He's made and, like promoted videos. it well. Promoted. Yeah, he's, he's like that's it. That's what you gotta learn from them motherfuckers. Just like see me. Well, yeah, hey, that marketing is good. I think he did a lot of <laughs> blogs on T Nation too. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. That's where oh, I heard okay. for was T Nation, and like his knowledge is fine. I feel like, but it's just like I said, it, it, I can't see any athletes that he's worked with or any well, crew. So, like what, three three years ago, I was a personal trainer at LA Fitness for a few months just to see what I knew, you know, kind of like take the test to see if it's bullshit or not, which mm-hmm. turns out it was for NASM, just bullshit. Yeah. But <laughs> it was like the extent of my programming for all of my clients were just, you know, squat, hip hinge, push, pull. And that, that was it. And just rotate every other, you know, session, the 25 minute sessions at LA fitness. Right. I was making more progress just doing, you know, here's your six different options just rotate them no no programming other than one heavy day one light day and i mean that was variable for every client that i mean most people there are you know 60 older that are doing it for free or whatever with their membership but you make more progress than the the dipshit you know that you're you're working with or whatever you know like all all the other trainers there are trying to overcomplicate everything with their what, whatever they learned at the uh, perform better seminar or wherever they went. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. just keep it simple. Like a little bit of bro lifting will get old people mm-hmm. a lot further along <laughs> and make them feel good without, you know, 30 minutes on the treadmill or, you know, throw a med ball until you're, you can't move your arms anymore. It, it just <laughs> like, I, it, it baffled me how simple it was for like, gen pop where it's they just want to feel good and you can just placebo them it doesn't matter yeah i think i think also when they make them they start making them do like it's almost like a crossfit type of thing like a million kettlebell swings and we're gonna start box jumping them and all this and i'm like i had an 80 year old lady once and like literally all we did was a lot of farmer's walks i rack pulled her and i high box water and then we use some of the machines and like a lot of her problems getting up and down the stairs, you know, it's oh, yeah. shit, carrying her groceries all went away where her previous, she talked about previous people she's worked with where it's like too afraid to lift them or I'm going to warm up on the treadmill for weights. What the hell are you doing? You know, it's like <laughs> that cookie cutter shit. And she hated them damn farmers. Well, but guess what? She didn't need nobody to deliver her groceries no more. And that's huge. <laughs> if you're like 80 years old, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. yeah. So it's always but, amazing. Like, when you take a general population person who's never really had a structured program and then you put them on the most basic program, <laughs> but it has structure and progressions and like logical progression. It always amazes me how fast they make progress, like how quickly they get stronger with just simple progression, simple structure <laughs> and training. Like it's wild. Well, it's like they, some guys, they try to like, scare people i know they do it with like athletes where they're like oh well you know we'll start them with just an empty bar or fucking you got to earn your right to use the barbell shit yeah. like that it's like fuck even an eight-year-old lady could probably put 
a barbell on her back. And if it's too heavy, you'd still assist. And like, look, yeah. Wilson, you can do a high box, right? You yeah. Start there. It's like, it's like, who can't do that? I like that approach. Like you just like, if it's a lot of times it's that range of motion action, whether it's because of pain or because of mobility thing. And you just do that, you know, Louie, like says, take a mat out as you go. Oh, yeah. And if at the end of the day, they're not going to compete in powerlifting, why does it matter that they don't, they can't do a box squat until they can do parallel? Well, I think you're instilling the same motor pattern and you'll get them to that point quicker. If you just start higher, whereas like, no, we got a goblet squat first. And I'm like, ah, and also like, isn't that fucking boring? Like in my yeah. head, that's boring. I'd rather just high box squat them. And I think they're going to get stronger anyway because of the limited range of motion. That'll build mobility in it, you know, and then you just work on the single joint stuff to work on maybe more range of motion, more strength and shit like that. But well, you want people to have those set rules. Well, like for athletes too, like the way I reason is like if, I, if I'm squatting a guy like a baseball player I work with, like I'm squatting them a little higher than parallel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, like at the end of the day, you're teaching them how to move force. Like you're, you're teaching them how to generate greater loads of force, plus the loading on their bones in general. Like the the bone mineral density is getting better too. So like to me, that that's less risk of injury, anyways. You know what I mean? And it's like some guys are like, well, you know, you got to be able to do a fucking full ass to grass squat. Like every athlete needs to move. Like movement's more important than weight. I'm like. Like, no yeah. Look at how they, they don't move well for anything. <laughs> well, did, yeah. did you guys listen to uh, the Just Fly? Uh, I think it was episode 282 with uh, Randy Hutchinson. Uh-uh. Is that dude good? Because no. I see his shit. Is he good, the Just Fly guy? I'm like, is it worth listening yeah. to? He, he He's one of those guys where if you go back at, and look at his who he's had on, some are going to be fringe where you're not going to agree with. But like mm-hmm. he's he's talked to everybody, so like <clears throat> you'll you'll find everyone from like Bird to Pure When I'm Flat of Strength Coach Network. Randy Hutchinson had um, Sue that ran the nine eight three for the Chinese in the hundred meter. This, uh, Randy was his coach, so like Joel has has talked to everyone there is when it comes to like. If you want to look further into like sport specific type of people, like mm-hmm. a, a Darian Barr is supposed to be on, on another level when, when it comes to like, oh, what was it? Um, managing collisions and stuff like that. I don't really understand what he's saying. It's a little cryptic. <laughs> but when, when you hear somebody like, uh, like either Joel or Jake Tura or, you know, like even Bird will, someone like that references a Darian bar and it's like oh okay that, that's somebody i want to try and learn more from right i think it's hard too for me when i like because i don't know who else is taking bird cert but with all like a lot of the sprinting stuff i feel like it's a very the sprinting guy it's almost like another sect of a cult because there's so many guys that are like in the they're like broken up into segments okay i deal with only long distance then i deal with only sprints my guys shouldn't lift my guys should lift but it should only be quarter squats these guys should only do olympic lifts you know it's it's hard to like differentiate them and i'm like all right i'm just not gonna worry because i don't really deal with a lot it's energy again so it's it's anything over 400 
is more endurance based where the mm. well and arguably that's retaining <laughs> and using elasticity more than anything else yeah but anything under the 400 is generally like well the 100 is just pure power that's right it's anaerobic it's how fast can you move and how elastic are you to be able to move that fast like th- this guy randy was saying like sue he squats 400 at 150 like he, he's not right. weak but they use the Kaiser, they use the 1080, they, they use all of these other things. So they're, they're not really using the, you know, like a barbell only. Yeah. Because they need to see where the outputs are. So like yeah. with the Kaiser, they can see the watts and who's referencing, you know, the dudes, you know, got 3000 watts in like, uh, was it the Kaiser seated calf raise for his soleus? Because soleus would be. <laughs> And it's like, who's going to think of that other than like the guy that says, oh, in order to get from a 983 down to a 979 or, you know, under a 983, we need to increase his stride length by a centimeter or a right. centimeter and a half. So it's yeah. like, th- those are guys that you want to look to. And even though they might not train the same way as us, like a Hank Krynoff where, you know, he's talking about vibration platforms and all of this stuff that he's done 20 years ago, even the 1080 where he goes, Oh yeah, I just use a pulley system that works the same way. It's cheaper and I can carry it easy. But like Cranoff retired in 04 from coaching people and he's been coaching forever. When somebody like Caldeet says, Oh yeah, Hank Cranoff's the real deal. That's when you know, Oh shit. I got to look at that guy. It's just so hard. Cause it's like, like with stuff like that, like when Kurt, Bird goes over all the different. All right, you can. All right, today you'll run with the anchor weights and try to get a record. Then you run with this and I run with that. And I say, like, a lot of times with Bird, because he's the only guy in his facility, I have we were seven coaches in ours. Me and my boss run the conjure system, everybody else is totally different. So it's like, not only is it a bunch of people in there with different people. But, like, more often than not, I have kids that either don't run in their sport or, like, are so weak where I'm not even going to focus on it. So when I try to develop that at when I'm like, oh, should I be doing, like, birds, like, all right, you got to you gotta get on the, the K-box. And then you got, I'm like, bro, these kids, like, most of them, it's like, bro, I'm just trying to get them to squat uh, 1.5 their body weight because they're at – 0.5 their body weight like well, well that, that's like with the um i i saw what's his name matt ray over at uh alabama with the the 1080 and they they pulled the, the velcro strap to take to release it to keep running unresisted without it and it yeah. was like oh i can get this quick quick release snap from i, I used to dog sled as a kid and it was like hmm. i can put this little you know clip on there and i i can release the the sled from my belt and keep running you know go from you know like a contrast at mid sprint i try right. that and the two neighbors that were training at the time one of them just falls flat on his face because it was too heavy <laughs> it, was, it was just like oh damn it this didn't work <laughs> but it goes to show that a, a 40 dollars little snap clip doesn't replace a seventeen thousand dollar 1080 yeah my boss is looking at get the but getting the 1080, but we we only have 30 meters and we don't have any access like outside. Like our even our parking lot is like a hill, but it's like uneven and shit. And cars are always going through it. 
we're thinking eventually maybe doing like a field day if we can organize one of the high schools that we get a lot of kids from to do it. But like, like for, with me, I don't, I don't have any football players. Like all my, all my kids are like half my kids now are volleyball. So they run five yards. So do I care about it? Ah, ah. <laughs> like, I feel like those guys, like the guys that you referenced, you're talking about taking a 0.97 to a 0.93. I guarantee you, I'm sure hundred percent of his athletes are all track guys. I'm dealing with young kids. So it's like, it's almost like a, oh, that's a later down the road stuff I need to like learn about because I feel like I'm still trying to figure out all the shit I'm still doing right now. Well, isn't, you know, isn't that, that what Dave sense. Tate says though? Dave Tate always says like, basically 85% we all agree on and yeah. we know we need, but like when, when you're dealing with kids or like new lifters or even the intermediate lifters, you only need the 85%, the last 15% of what you know, you never actually are going to use right because right. <laughs> i'm always thinking like shit i've been using that that one section i should be using that but then i'm like ah it's working so why why am i going to change it <laughs> well that, that's what used to piss me off with like i i had the the two neighbors one of them moved and one of my friends would come and he, he didn't lift it all before he started coming with me and it was like, I, I would spend a half hour setting stuff up for four people, you know, trying to add like games and stuff like that for the warm up. And then it's like, all three of them don't show up. And it's just like, are you, are you kidding me? I, I just have to spend all this time setting up games and med balls and dodgeball and all this stuff. And it was like, nobody shows up. So I don't know. Sometimes you're better off. Just keep it simple. Yeah, it's true. I feel like, you know, part of it's like the kids, they're going to be late. They're going to be tired. You know, they're going to be spacing out. And it's like, keep it as simple as you can so it flows as quick as it can so you get the most done as quick as you can. Because yeah. a lot of times it's like you can have a whole bunch of shit planned out, written down, and you end up exiting out and changing it anyway because of what they do the rest of their time. I mean, especially like I'm dealing with a lot of private school kids where they – uh you know, they got SAT prep and starting in like ninth grade, it's like, and join 10 clubs. And then it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to play sports. And it's like, I wish your parents understood if you committed to this four days a week for four years, it's much easier for you to get a scholarship. Like, <laughs> but they don't want to hear that. <laughs> of course not. Is this Mark joining? Yeah. He just texted us in the, uh, in the group what chat. What do you say? Yeah, we're still going, so. But he but. doesn't have his face. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no audio or face. Yes. So, Khalil, did I see it right on your Instagram the other day? Do you have an equestrian athlete that you're training? Yes, yes. How the hell did she you get her? She is killing it. <laughs> um, it was funny, so. So because like we work, it's like, you know, it's me and my boss. And then it's like, it's, what is it? Five of the coaches now? Yeah. Five of the coaches. So, you know, like he'll get people in and then he divvy up new people, especially because he's not trying to take more people because he's trying to do more of the business side. Right. So one of the kids that he currently trains, um, who plays like basketball, his name is Nick. I think he's a sophomore or junior. It's his cousin. And his cousin came over assessment, did it with me. 
and she liked it. And, and uh, so she's been with me the entire time. Um, and she has like progress so crazy. And I think big, one of my friends um, who's a strength coach, he was like, yeah, I think it's just because, you know, she's never lifted weights, like literally never. Like she's probably four ten and like 90 pounds. I think she's a, she's a sophomore. She's went from, I think we've trained only twice a week for two months. And she's went from an 11 inch vertical to uh, almost 18 now. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's just like, like, I think she like, it's not just because it's new. I think her, she may be like, it's not like a genetic freak, but one of those that just get their pro- progression is just very high. And like, like her dumbbell jumps. I mean, her, her, I think 15 pound dumbbell jump is now like two or three inches higher than her starting regular vertical jump. Like, and for such a slim, tiny person, that's like crazy, you know? Yeah. But like, all, all, we have the winning belt slot at our gym. So I have her I'll do that a lot because her whole sport is a quarter squat. So that shit is hard as hell for her to get down to that position. Um, started off with trap bar, just start, but I started off with like back down sets with sumo rack pulls. And then just different jump variations. Did a lot of seated box jumps because I felt like that was going to be the carryover big to our sport. And then standing or one step on the mat. Um, and like benching, like she had to start with a good thing we had a training bar. And now she's like like almost up to 50 pounds or like set to two or three. So she's just been living up. It's just hilarious because I'm like, I don't even think I've met a person that does that stuff, let alone that actually came to the gym to do it. But um, she's like gained almost no weight. So that's kept her mom, I think, pretty happy, you know, because they got to be as light as possible on that horse. Yep. You know, and there's like no research on our side to be like, oh, no, it's going to work well. She just trains. But she said she's she loves it because her form, she doesn't break down anymore. Like now it's like she can stay in that position for a longer period of time. Because when she does the jumps, I didn't know. It's like a five minute competition and they do two or three events every time they compete. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so so I actually I had a rodeo guy at one of the schools in Western Minnesota I trained. And Mark's in here. It, it was weird. It was yeah. like tough four. We don't have that country shit where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it was it was fun to train him. He played football and then he did rodeo in the offseason. And oh wow, like he came in, he was a linebacker that was way undersized. He was like 5'8, 175. Oh, that was, it was a division <laughs> three school, so it it was a shitty fucking football program out there. Still, but, but uh, we got him up to about a buck 95, and his mm-hmm. riding time for both bronc and bull riding. Like went from I think he was low ten percent on times that he actually rode, and he increased mm-hmm. that to thirty three percent in a year and a half. How long did it take? In a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, he, he said that like everything felt way easier. Like he didn't feel like he just got thrown around like a rag doll. So, so yeah. Yeah, was, I just started it, watching Yellow Sun. I said, "Them motherfuckers be doing that shit. It's crazy." Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't think of. <laughs> You don't think of those sports as somebody that needs to actually lift until you yeah. fucking actually get them to lift, and all of a sudden they see everything go way up. And it's like, yep, yeah, that makes sense. All right, you know, you're actually strong enough to hold on to the fucking 
thing and adjust your right. movements and all that stuff. So, right. but what did you focus on? Like, how did you? I'm trying to think. Like, what would you? I'm sure low back is probably really important, right? Because you're getting snapped so, backwards and shit. Yeah. So low back. So we did a ton of low back work with them, um, and then a ton of close stance squats to get the adductors to engage better because okay. especially with the bull riding they basically try and pinch the fucking bull uh, like they're trying okay. to squeeze the bull as hard as they can yeah. so we did a shit ton of close stance squats with him just to get those adductors to fire harder so and that was that was the biggest thing that we did but yeah it was Ugh. it was interesting so i mean there's all kinds of obscure sports like that, too. I mean, I had a figure skater that I trained for a while. And it was interesting with her because I didn't realize when with figure skaters, everything that they do is on the same leg all the time. So they anything single leg wise, they take off and land on the same leg all the time. Oh, ooh. that knee so messed up. That the ankle, knee and hip all get jacked up. And low back on that side. So we, uh, I actually did a, a ton more stuff. Everything that we did with her, we did a third more on the opposite side. So she was a right-footed jumper, lander. So if we were to do, let's say, box squats, you know, we'd work up to whatever. Then I would take her off that and I would do like a Bulgarian split squat with her. Mm. And then I'd do a third more volume on the left side than the right side. So if we did did like three sets of five, I would do a a four set on the left leg just to start balancing some of the imbalance uh, imbalance issues that she had. So (laughs) who's under uh, Brittany Sabak right now? That's me, Sammy, Iron Saints Athletic Systems. Okay, okay, okay. Where where are you at, man? I'm in West Virginia. I looked at the oh. for the link about 350 to what now I end up falling back asleep. <laughs> Sunday's like the one day I can take a nap. <laughs> hey, I hear you. That's all Mark, I've been how doing. You feeling, man? Doing really well. Deb, how are you feeling? I'm getting there, man. I'm trying to get back to work tomorrow. All right. You going to make it down to Atlanta? I'm going to make it. Uh, it's right. yeah, he going to make it. it. He gonna make, oh, he going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it. Yes. That's for damn sure. Put him sure. in an IV. <laughs> yeah. IV yeah, I think I'm on the tail end of this thing. I think I'm going to be okay. Good. Thank well, God for my, my other it. half here because I, I put her through fucking hell. <laughs> Anxiety, oh, yeah. can't sleep, pace in the room. Shit. Yeah. Remember, when a woman goes through labor, she can feel almost half the pain that we do when we have a cold. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, it's been it's been awful, man. I had a little bit of everything. I think I had COVID, the flu, and whatever the fuck else. <laughs> So I'm just getting my taste and smell back a little bit today. So I'm at the fucking Home Depot and I'm walking around sniffing everything. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I'm opening up like Clorox and sniffing it. Everything that was in the aisle, I kept saying, 
And I'd be like, I can smell it. I can smell it. I think I'd rather have 108 fever than that lose your taste and smell. I ain't lying. <laughs> What's the point? Once of that went, once that taste and smell went, man, I was, I was done. You're losing I was like, I can't up, taste probably. this. So my buddy was like, dude, just drink and break, uh, take a bottle of vodka and drink the whole thing. You won't even know what the fuck hit you. <laughs> so so I'm glad to be on getting on the tail end of this thing. And yeah, now I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to 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 being there. Like it was funny because it, it it came at a worse time, but I'm glad it got it came and went. But it'd have right, been now, right. I've been screwed. So <laughs> How long were you um, sick for? Like a week and a half? It started uh, last Saturday. So Shit, it would be like yeah. 11, 12 days tomorrow. <clears throat> and I drove my daughter home in this, with this. I drove oh, my daughter yeah. back to New Haven. Took like seven hours round trip. Oh, God. And God. I was like a 102 fever when I was, I was in the car. People would probably look over like Chevy Chase sweating, <laughs> driving my daughter back to college. <laughs> Definitely. I look like I was looking at Christy Brinkley driving down the road or something. <laughs> I, I, I used to live 15 minutes out outside of New Haven, and it was it would always take 45 minutes to get to work in the morning. You know, five miles it was absolutely terrible on 95. Holy fuck! Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it was awful. We got on. We got we dropped her off and got on, and it said it was basically said four hours back home to New Jersey, and I was like, oh. I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> Did you at least get pizza? I didn't. I didn't have anything, man. I couldn't even. I couldn't oh, even function. On, How I made it home was incredible. You go to Sally's. <laughs> I went where at? Sally's. I went to that one place, the Peppy's place, the one time. Okay. They they got oh, good pizza though. Right, right, right next door. You go to Sally's. Yeah. Right next door to. Peppy's. Good, yeah. I was just trying to get home. <laughs> and he didn't miss nothing. It ain't New York pizza. He, he didn't miss nothing though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Uh, oh wait, I, I'm th I'm forgetting, Mark. You in Jersey, so yeah, you right there. You know, you know how it's like. What it's like? Yeah, yeah. With boardwalk pizza, we're good. Drunk or so. Jer 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 Jersey ain't got shit. They ain't, <laughs> ain't got no damn good pizza. They ain't got no. Ain't got <laughs> no. I like your pizza. I like occasional chunky chunky cheese once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Are they closed? Didn't they shut down? Probably no, no. no I think COVID took their ass like out. A, that's like a COVID waiting to happen in there. <laughs> you walk in, you just go got COVID as soon as you walk in. <laughs> that shit always smell like feet. I used to hate Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Toys R Us is coming back after getting after being fucked. That was before the the COVID yeah. happened. I think they were shut down, but I supposedly heard that they reopened. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be uh. That'll be pretty good. Somebody's told me to go somewhere in Atlanta. I don't know where we're, if we're by it. I got to find out what person told me to go to. They told me to go to some bar. Oh, to some bar? Yeah. Oh, uh, people would be asking downtown me. Atlanta. I'd be like, oh, I don't even know. I don't go out, so I don't even know where to go. <laughs> As I said, I guess like when y'all get down here, we'll just kind of vote on some shit and just decide on Saturday night. Yeah, we, we always went we are, for training. We were always up in uh, – Dunwoody, but we'd always go to the Brass Tap. See, don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta find some good barbecue. What's down funny there, is bro. I'm gonna be the closest I ever be. Georgia's my my fucking favorite team. I'm gonna have to try team? to make it to the stadium. 
No, we, we got to find some good barbecue down there. I can't go down south and not have some fucking good barbecue. There, there's a bunch of, there's a, I've tried a bunch of different places. I will say that, that all like, I haven't, I think I haven't been let down so far. Like all of them. Now, I will, the annoying thing is that the only place that I ever had where like every type of meat and every type of side just was really good was uh, this uh, food trunk company. And I okay. wanted to do that actually to do for the event like as our lunch but uh for like 10 people it's like a thousand dollars so oh, yeah wow. we're getting pizza <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bunch of barbecue places like i have written down in my phone because they're right. like actually really good but that you want to watch the damn the fight yeah i gotta saturday find the usc that's a good card we, saturday night we, we gotta find like card, a bar yeah. restaurant that has it yeah Watch the only thing that's gonna be that's gonna be to do this fucking like Buffalo Wild Wings or some shit. <laughs> that, that's yeah, it. I know they'll have. We're gonna have a lot of people too. That's the thing. We gotta. We're gonna have to call and find out what place can actually have all these people. Back in the day, we used to have to camp out for UFC fights. We we get to Buffalo Wild Wings at six p.m. for a ten o'clock <laughs> fight card and just just camp out there. We're just, we're just going to go old school this time. We're just going to walk the fuck in. <laughs> just take you haven't had the opportunity to go out with all the West Side, you ball, ball to go out all the West Side guys before. That's kind of how it happens. <laughs> that was probably not too, uh, one of Dave Tate's last stands there. We went to some restaurant, and they were like, how many? He goes, what's it matter? We're all here. <laughs> and we all just sat down at the table, and they waited on us. Like uh, thirty <laughs> Neanderthals. <laughs> Louis like Jesus Christ. How much is Bill going to be? <laughs> He's like, fuck this. I ain't paying for everybody this time. <laughs> These big motherfuckers are gonna eat. <laughs> uh, I got. I got to tell you guys a crazy Louis thing. No, ready? So it was an ice storm out. It was. It was cold as shit, and we were coming from the gym. So he goes to me. Uh, my my one buddy I brought down and my buddy brought his kid who used to power it for me at the school. So he tells us where to go to this to this um to this Mexican restaurant. It's icy as fuck out. And he's got the dogs in his truck, everything. <laughs> so anyway, so we get to this, we get to this, we get to the restaurant and we get there a little bit before Louie. So I'm waiting. He pulls up and he goes to get out of his truck. Well, he fucking hits the ice and goes fucking, he goes down, but he hits the, he hits the runner board of his truck, busts his head wide open. Now, he don't know it. So we're sitting at the table, and, and blood's dripping down onto the table. And Louie goes, and Louie looks at his hands, and he goes, well, goddamn, I'm bleeding. And I went, yeah, Louie, you took a hell of a fall out there. He goes, I think I have a concussion. And I go, well, and I was worried about the dog getting out because he had the, the dog's crazy as fuck that he had. He goes, yeah, the dog will start biting everybody. Don't let her get out the truck. And I was like, all right, Lou. And I'm sitting there like trying to crowd the dog in the truck, you know. And we're sitting there and the lady comes and brings some water for him. So he's dipping his napkin in this in a pitcher of water and is putting it on his head. And there's blood dripping down. I was like, this fucking guy is so out of bounds, man. It was it was how big crazy. was that dog? It was another pit bull? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the last one he had? It's the one that it, he I think it's the one he has now. Because oh, oh, we went, we didn't he didn't have the I guess somebody must have dog must have shit in the thing in the gym 
because there's a sign that says no one bring dogs. Someone left shit from their dog inside the gym. Oh, I guess really? he doesn't even bring his own dog. Yeah. That yeah, was that August. sign. I don't... That sign was up there. No dogs allowed at all, or you'll be kicked out of the gym. And <laughs> I'm like, but yeah. who did that? Just let their dog to shit and didn't even pick it up. I said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think he had a concussion, man. And and um, well, um, you know, we get done eating. I go, Lou, you gonna be all right driving? Though he goes, I'm I'm fine like that. He he <laughs> he he's just different, man. But the guy I was with was his first trip, so he goes, yo, is this guy all right? I go, he's just different. <laughs> you got to go with it. <laughs> How many cars You got to go have? with the flow. <clears throat> yeah, I have a lot of stories for you guys. I've been involved with a lot of fucking stories there. Like crazy you got, shit. You, you got any more that can be said on the pot, or you, we're going to have to wait till in person? Uh, it would probably be better <laughs> in person, because I probably can – I can probably – I can probably – Kind of uh, do it like a play yeah. by play for you. I can probably <laughs> animate it because I usually get my Louis voice down pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, he, there's some shit, man. That it, it, that that um definitely uh definitely uh will be funny for everybody, especially since if everybody's been there, then it really it really be funny to you. Yeah, but, I think I, I'm pretty sure everybody. I know at least all the speakers, I'm pretty sure, have all been. There's some people that are coming that I don't think has, but yeah, I, I know everybody's been. at least a fan. You haven't been there? <laughs> I haven't been there. I haven't um, been there yet either. Was that Matt Smith today or bench today? What's that? Matt Smith, was that? That was Matt Smith that hit the 800 bench? You guys see that? No. 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 Yeah, I don't know if it was somebody he was training or him. It might have been him. Ben Jones, he hit 800, on, uh, 800, and he's in a picture with Louie afterwards. Louie looks like in he's 106 shirt? years old. Louie <laughs> Louis looks like he's one of the first apostles in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That yeah, motherfucker's Matt still Smith, strong, though. Matt Smith, and then some dude, Luke Edwards, like cousin, hit like a 680 squat or something. Uh, we, At yeah, 14 years today. old. He's yeah, only 14. Yeah. 800-pound oh, yeah. bench, Matt Smith. That's more than he's ever benched. He looks rough. Last time I saw him, he was in there ready to kick everybody out the gym because he didn't like how it was going. I was like, yo, I'm just here. I can leave. Yeah, he started getting all crazy and um, at the <laughs> night. And I was like, oh, I'm just a visitor. And he goes, I know who you are, motherfucker, and whatever. And he goes, if I want you to leave, you'll fucking leave. And I was like, you ain't going to ask me twice. <laughs> so I don't know what happened that night. That was on the verge of the night crew thing with Hoff and all them. It was going sour. And I just happened yeah. to be in the mix of that shit. When I, when I talked to Anthony uh, Oliver, uh, and uh, and I, I forgot that him and Hoff like now work out at their own place and i remember hitting him up i was like oh could we stop by the gym he's like oh we're busy and i'm just remembering all the beef and shit i remember i can't remember who it was but somebody was like yeah don't bring up anybody from elite fts and don't bring up dave off and this shit i said hey i know i'm not trying to get fucked up i'm good i'm just trying to ride the wave my boys <laughs> yeah he was all yeah matt smith was all swelled up about something about with Dave in the belt squad or something. 
that unloyal motherfucker and he just uh, dude i don't know he was might have drank too much that day or he was he pulled <laughs> up on a harley he pulled up one of his harleys out there yelling he was in there yelling i'm and it, i was like yo dude i'm i kept saying i go dude i'm just a visitor i go i'm it just here talking out. to you but kind of yelling at you yeah he was yelling at me too like <laughs> i was part of it i was like no not me <laughs> And then uh, I think I might have saw him the next day. And he was like, yeah, I was a little rough yesterday. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you understand this ain't, this ain't the, the old West Side gym anymore. And it needs to come back to that. And he started going off about those guys are really hurt, man. And it's not like the way it used to be. So I understood where he's coming from. It's not the crazy competition that it was back in the day. So yeah, I think they, he they was, were a little bit more chill, those new young guys that they have. Like that, it's I can't remember the the big black guy's name that's really strong with glasses and Jeremy, and then they have like two or three like one sixty five maybe one eighty pound kind of guys, but I think everybody else is like all either they've been there for like twenty years or it's like the really young crew who's definitely not like that. And I'm like, yeah, this shit is like night and day because I could even the older guys that were there, I was like, yeah, I'm not talking to these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers is crazy. I can feel it. It's like emitting from their body. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even. We just went, all of us were just staying out of their way. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Don't eat me. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, um, I forgot the, yeah, the one, uh, the more, yeah, uh, I don't know. Is that that dude, Silent Joe, still there? You don't really talk that much? Silent Joe. Does that sing a belt? Like a dude, like just like a goatee and a bald head with a bunch of tats. Pretty strong, like 198. I know who you're talking about. Uh does, does his, like he don't talk. They call him like Silent there. Joe. Does does he have website like yeah. on the back of his he's, triceps? Yeah, he's, five, five? he's still yeah. Yeah. scary he's he didn't say there. shit. <laughs> yeah, he don't talk. He just look the around. The first time I was I'm there, like, what the fuck? I asked Louie if he was deaf or dumb, and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to talk to the dude, and he didn't answer me. And Louie's like, Yeah, he's just different. What's he do for work? I don't even know. He, <laughs> he, uh, he used to have some like crazy Russian dude there too about that same weight class. I think he didn't make it though. He didn't like listening to Louie. Once you go off Louis pro like Louis protocol or like you know you think he thinks you know it all, you're done. <laughs> That's kind of how it is. That was Dimitri. He actually programmed me before. Yeah, Dimitri, right? Yeah, he was he was really good at programming. I learned a lot a lot from him. He was up there too whenever I went, and then he just kind of disappeared, faded off. Yeah, where is he at now? Uh, last I've seen, he was at some, just some, like, I guess it's a private gym, kind of doing his own thing, but, like, kind of started seeing less and less of him. I don't know if he moved away more from, like, the powerlifting type stuff or what. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he, he was, uh, he would tell me some crazy wrestling stories, though, I'll tell you that. What kind, um, of, what kind of things do you do? I knew that little, I knew the little, the midget guy there when I was first there, when he first started. That dude's no, come a long way. He's benching like 165 on a bench when I was first there. You talking about Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was, like, he was just I starting went, out. Was last shit. time I was there, he was just starting out. 
Yeah, I saw him squat like five something, like it was nothing. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. At one twenty body weight, I think he is. <laughs> I said, "Damn, I'm a weak bitch, aren't I?" <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hoff and him. Dave Hoff and him used to rip him when he was there, though. It was fucking. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. <laughs> really? Yeah, they used to rip him when they when they were still there. I remember yeah. uh, when we when we were there. All of a sudden, we just hear some. We just hear Louis yelling. <laughs> And he's like, he's got a hold of me. He's got a hold of me. And Jeremy, I guess he was trying to fuck with Jeremy. And Jeremy's like grabbing him by his rib cage. And he's like, he's got a hold of me. Get him off. Because <laughs> I guess that's the last person Louis can actually fuck with a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, Louis I'm trying still to strong, yeah. Shit, the last time I was there, Louie put like two, 225 up like 15 times laying on a bench. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when I was, that was before COVID. I was there and Louie, there was 225 on the bar. Motherfucker laid down, started bench pressing it. I was like, damn, I've been working <laughs> to get fuck? 10. This motherfucker just laid down and got 15. <laughs> I think I can maybe get eight or 10, maybe put 225. <laughs> God, damn. Yeah, no warm up or nothing. I thought if he puts his head back, that shit, he'd fall asleep. Yeah, or is it with he, a certain he, amount of weight? He, he, yeah, I don't, he's just, dude, he used to work out all the time. Like those little workouts yeah. you talk about. Yeah. He used to work out. Like you go back to the gym at night, he's doing like other workouts. It was crazy, man. <laughs> More reverse hybrids. Yeah. That's all he ever took. That's why it's tough for me to be around him. Like when I'm with people that that know, like, do more reverse hypers and whatever. And he starts talking about me, I gotta walk away because I start cracking up. Because <laughs> people know why I'm laughing, you know. And I remember this one time he's like, "What the fuck's wrong with him?" And my buddy was with me who was really strong, and he's like, "I don't know, he's fucked up." And he goes, "Fucked up." He goes, "All he's doing is laughing. What the fuck's so funny?" <laughs> and I just couldn't keep a straight face being around him. Cause he was like, you got to do hypers. <laughs> <laughs> I got some crazy, uh, I got some crazy uh, Mark Coleman stories. I don't when know Lou used to have a Mark Coleman in around there. Yeah. Yeah. I got some crazy stories. I could tell you guys about that. <laughs> it was like a life or death situation for Louie there one time. Cause Mark Coleman used to snap and just start beating people up for no reason. What? <laughs> yeah, he was like fucked up. So he starts snapping and beating people up. They were at a bar one time and he, a guy bumped into their table and he got up and beat the fuck out of the guy. <laughs> Louis said, Louis like, why'd you do that? He goes, he bumped into the table. <laughs> yeah, Louis got, yeah. yeah, Mark Jesus Coleman and, and a couple other guys, a couple guys from back in the Demers days that, that were, uh, that was just fucking crazy, man. Yeah, you got some stories. <laughs> the uh, those guys start wheeling and dealing that shit in here. I had to get rid of them. I used to have, have gangsters show up here with guns and all. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was like my fucking third time shit. there. That's, that's like I, I did a meet at uh, Hellbent Barbell, and it was like. Oh yeah, sponsored by the Hell's Angels, and I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't oh, make yeah. sense. 
Yeah, I noticed, guys. Spots like, all right, I'm gonna shut my mouth. I'm not gonna say anything. And then like, one of the recruits was a kid that I went to middle school with, and I was like, wait, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) My best friend was ahead of all that, and he died. He was he was actually a he he was like a West Side guy, but he was his own thing, and uh, he used to compete against Dave Tate and all them every all the time. Louis real tight with him. He was crazy. He died like 36. Diabe- uh, he had some diet. He was a diabetic and was uh, had to get some procedure done and died on the operating table. You want to hear how crazy this dude was? So at at the at the York barbell meet, he was going for like a 980 opener on the squat, which back then was absolutely tremendous. So uh, he tore his whole quad off the bone where they had to put the ice packs on and and keep it so he wouldn't lose his leg. He got to the hospital and they told him that he's going to have to be there for two weeks. He said, fuck, I am. Got up, got dressed and walked out the hospital and like had somebody take care of him at his house. True story. <laughs> Crazy. And he came back and squatted 1,030 the next year. Wow. And the way he died was he had some kind of complication of his diabetes and he had to go do a procedure, like a half hour procedure on him. He died in his sleep. He was like 36 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was, he was crazy. Like legit. That was, a, that was the meets. Like you guys are a lot, probably younger, but those were the meets back in the day with Gary Frank and him in the early nineties at York barbell. That was like, it was way better. Even the WPO is now it was, it was like nine, it was like nine guys deep every weight class going at it, calling each other out in the back, all kind of shit. Really? Yeah, I was there when uh, Crazy Coker fucking picked up a bar. Was like, I told some dude to beat him and kill him with it. <laughs> they were fighting about openers or something, and Coker fucking flipped out. He he's fucking on a different planet too. He seems like it just on his Instagram. I'll be like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's different. He's different, bro. Him and Joe Bernadelli back back in the day what was he like eight hundred pound squat, like one forty eight. 148? Yeah, like Angelo, yeah. <clears throat> He's kind of out of the game now. But all those dudes, man, back all those old Scott, it used to be it used to be the shit on those meets. That's how I got to network and know so many people was through those meets. Coker was there when I went to West Side and was like yelling at the guy that was handing out to me because he said he was giving me a crappy handout on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he probably like beat the fuck out of the guy later on. <laughs> like when your parents wait for you to your friends to leave. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, he was different. I've only been there. Him, the uh big uh what's that big motherfucker's name? What's that Bur- uh, Burley or whatever? Burley Hawk. Burley yep. Hawk, yeah. When he yeah, when he's there, it's just he's a monster, that guy. Um, then you said the other big dude, you guys remember to hit the raw deadlift? The big dude, like six eight. Yeah, you ever Irish guy? Yeah, like boy, yeah, like a shaved, yeah, big shaved head dude, like six eight, like three three eighty. Pretty jacked up. He hit like that nine hundred raw deadlift, nine oh nine oh five. Yeah. He was a crazy fuck too. He used to he used to pull up riding a, a bicycle. 
<laughs> what? He used, to, he used to stay in some hotel like 10 miles away and ride a bicycle there. He used to ride What's a 10-speed bike. He looked bike? like a fucking giant on a 10-speed bike. <laughs> Goddamn tires probably used to give every week. <laughs> He'd be like, that's my GPP. I live like about 10 miles away. And it was like, <laughs> <degrees out." laughs> watch, watch, they were home-filled tires. <laughs> you ever yes, been, were you there before. in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember went, I was August. there one time in July, early August, boy. It might have been 200 degrees in that motherfucker. <laughs> doing reverse hypers, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was probably just watching and yelling at. <laughs> he let you do it because he's like, no, nah, you got to do something. You got to work out somehow. Biceps. Yeah, he, he'll never yeah i've always had to work anytime i've been there he'd be like you got your stuff and i'd be like i'd look at my buddy and i'd be like my buddy be like, oh, you better lift. and i'd be like come on man so the last time i was there that i told you the joke was was uh all the dude my all the dudes were on the, on that monolith on the right side and he goes are you gonna go over there with the girls on the left i was like really he's like yeah why are you stronger and i was like no nah. i was like i'm good i went over there and that that crazy ass uh Josh's uh, girlfriend, the 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 um the bobsled girl, she had like five six plates on. I was like, I can't even fucking hang out over here. Better <laughs> <laughs> get on the belt squat. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I said, I might just yeah. go outside and push the wheelbarrow out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> he gonna be like, put fifteen plates on the wheelbarrow. Yeah, <laughs> push that until you can't feel your arms no more. <laughs> I was out there when we were at the old place, Demers, and we were doing the sleds. All I hear is pop, pop, pop. And I was like, what the fuck is that, Lou? He's like, man, probably just somebody getting shot up. He goes, just watch out for the bullets. <laughs> He's like, just pay attention to your surroundings. If the bullets come flying over here sometimes, they start showing me the cars with bullet holes in them. And I was like, that was my first time there. And I was like, holy shit. And a couple Boy, guys going to say this is a nice area. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy there. Man, I sent you a picture of Main Street. All right, you're telling me that it's worse than that? No, it's not. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy place. <laughs> I I love the story. Dave was telling the story about the uh, the homeless guy on one of his podcasts that lived in one of the the gyms that they had. I think it was he lived in it. Yeah, oh, there's apparently a homeless guy that lived in one of their gyms. Wasn't he yeah, a boxer in like the basement? Yeah, what wasn't he a boxer that lived in the basement or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Well, some nice dudes that just come in there you never even saw before. Marlon, he died last year, I think. But he would come in there. This cat would come in there like from working like 30-hour shift on a truck and come in there and just start like benching like 315, like no warm-up. And then there was another dude, older guy who was like a truck driver. He come in, I don't know what the fuck he was buying off Lou. But he would come in and be like, Lou here? And I'd be like, huh? Would, yeah, and all kind of people just would come in there. But yeah, he had a lot of people that people don't know about. Marlon, this other dude, Jacob, that, that's been fixtures there for a long time. But they all just died. Mar I know Marlon, he just died like last year, I think. Why are they dying so damn early? They just do live a hard-ass life, bro. 
They live, you know, they, they live a hard ass life, those dudes. Is Big Josh still there? Is he, when you guys are there, Josh. is Big Josh still there? That's married to the bobsled girl? Not that. No. Josh Conley? I don't know the bobsled. I only Conley. saw like two females. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a 69 guy. He might not be. So he's just like, he's probably, Josh is probably like 6'4, four, like 400. <laughs> then you just had that girl out there, the track girl. The she blonde. was there. She was there. She's always there. I think she'd just be getting it. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be getting it. But she's always there. I'm, I was asking, I was like, is she still competing? I can't. I'm like, because she said, oh, yeah, I don't even max out anymore. I don't really take nothing from the bar. And I just remember Louie in the background is going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she look in shape, but I'm like, she was like, yeah, I just jumped. <laughs> Do accessories and do sled. I'm like, I don't know. That's enough to be really at an elite level in track. I, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was all, two fighters there when I last time I was there. They're still there. Yeah, there's still a couple fighting. There was some crazy ass like Russian dude, like a boxer. I think he might be Russian or something, but he was crazy. Louis like that. Some bitch will kill kill somebody or whatever. Like, <laughs> dude, a little crazy Draco. <laughs> He uh, he was all tatted up and had like his face tatted up and everything. He was pretty crazy looking though. He was in the ring. They were doing like they were doing shit in the ring, like the bell squat, like like four or five minute rounds. I was like, Jesus Christ! (laughs) So that they uh, yeah, I'm gonna be getting back there in this spring. I usually go in the spring because I don't think he got much longer. I uh, know, right? What, what, when do you, when do you plan? You still trying to think of? You were talking to me before about like April or is it March? Yeah, I usually go in April during my spring break. <laughs> I usually go for like three, about three, four days. Yeah, I, I should have this new assistant too. Go out there and pop his cherry. <laughs> Where are you getting him from? He's coming from South Dakota State. Um. He just moved back to Ohio. Uh, my, we're trying to land him a, a teaching and a, and a job with me. So he's trying to find a place out here. I said, yo, it ain't pretty out here, bro. I said, you ain't going to make that kind of money. You'd be living out here. So he's, he's having trouble finding a place. I think he's going to get offered a job from me. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's interned at a couple like Youngstown State. He's one of uh, my buddy John Patrick's friends. He's like 26, breaking into all this shit. He'll be good for me, but like I told him, he's like, man, I'm trying to move my my girl out here. This, and I said, I said, dude, average house where I'm from is about four or five hundred grand. <laughs> and I said the taxes are about fifteen thousand. <laughs> he was like, really? I want, yeah. Man, I said so. That's, I said, ain't nothing that's nice. Super cheap, man. Yeah, that's so inexpensive. Yeah, <laughs> you me. You can't even buy a, a condo in Canada for like seven hundred grand right now. Yeah, that's Jesus a different. Christ. Yeah, it's, it's it's it'll all start crashing again though. Oh, I'm sure it has to. I need to like wait another year or two. Everybody <laughs> bought a everybody bought a six hundred thousand dollar home. Gonna be out on the street, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. That's what that's probably what's gonna happen next. The uh probably with that. That's funny as uh, shit the other day you guys were talking uh you brought up about whiteboards and about all that shit. Yeah, because that's, that's what everybody called it. They call me like the Fred Flintstone guy when I'm explaining all my shit. I was like, I don't use all those. My prince will be like, Why don't you use your laptop with the projector and all? Like, when I get observed, I'm like, Not happening. They'll be like, Well, I'm kind of telling you should. I go, Not happening. <laughs> so, because like my school is all in the tech. They're like, Well, we put these three TVs in for you. We thought you were going to put like workouts up and all on there. I go, When I get around to it. I said I'm not really worried about doing that right now. I How said the football your, coach wanted those. What is your program on? Do you just have like a printed out stuff for them? I got yeah. I probably got like six or seven different ones. That like let's say you win my class, so it depends on what you do is what program you mm. get. Mm. So I cause myself a lot of work actually. Um, mm. To probably make it a lot easier, but. I got such a vast array of people in the class that it kind of makes it easier for me if I do it that way. Because I'll have in-season people, out-of-season, yeah. somebody uh, somebody who's hurt that can't do lowers, but they can do uppers. Right. Then I'll have, like, my couple of my powerlifters sprinkled in class, a couple all-season football guys sprinkled in there. Uh, who's getting ready for a meet? So it just gets to be a little crazy. What well, usually doing? the people who are newer, week? how we talk, I, like, you know, and I still be doing goblin squats and stuff. I usually don't give them a paper. I usually work with them and tell them what to do. Right. So the, uh, but it, it works out. It'd probably be easier if I put them on the television and did all that kind of stuff, but I just kind of ain't got around to that yet. That's too sophisticated for me. Depp, do you do everything like within the school day within your classes or do you do a lot of your stuff before and after school? Both. Because I'm there. I'm the, I started seven and get done 530. Okay. So I got class. I got class all day. I, I got class all day. And then the weight room starts at 240 to, to 530. So typical day tomorrow will be class. The football guys will come in. My powerlifting team will come in. About eight girls track, and then at five o'clock will be the uh, rest the varsity wrestling team. So that'll be my day tomorrow. And what's you guys good have about hockey out there? What's you that? Guys have hockey out there? Uh, yeah, but uh, they split it with another like another school. So there's only okay. like eight hockey players from our school. So they oh, split. Wow. They split that. They go and play for like another school or whatever because we don't really have it. Gotcha. So how big is, how big is Donovan Catholic? Uh, we got about seven hundred students. Used to be okay. about nine hundred when it, things were good, but it's like seven hundred now. Uh, mostly more more so boys. Probably like probably fifty forty. Boys girls. 64. Um, 50, 40? What's the other 10%? 10% transitions. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other 10% is the kids we have from uh, – we still got some exchange students. So we still got some Chinese that were left here. 
we got some like German. I got a German. I got a German kid right now. He's actually a, I mean, a Czech, uh, Czechoslovakia. He actually plays on a hockey team. He's actually really good, and he, he's going to power it for me. He's like he's about six four, about two hundred, and uh, he's four hundred five so far. <laughs> I don't understand what he's saying. Now he talks to me, and I'm like, dude, don't even bother. I can't understand. <laughs> and the kids all laugh in class. They're just like, death is so crazy. That's the same with the other exchange kid. I got like a kid from Italy and he's like talking like he's trying to sell me a pizza. And I'm like, dude, enough. Like I can't even understand you. <laughs> we we had two kids at the last high school I coached at that were from Russia. And it took me fucking probably a good half hour to understand what the hell he wanted to do like at, at the gym. Like they came in and they're like trying to explain what they wanted to do. I'm like, I have no idea what, why the fuck are you even down here? And finally I got them to explain to me that they wanted to play football this fall and they wanted to lift the football team. <laughs> but it took me a good like half hour, 45 minutes. They finally, the one kid finally went and grabbed the football and showed it to me to explain to me what they wanted to do. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The Russian kid talks about like pints and drinking and shit. He's like, <laughs> I, I have any pints and I'm like, at t- last night? And he's like, yeah, I, I drink at night, and it, I like to go to bars, and I'm like, I don't know how you go to bars around here. He was like, ask me to go out. He's like, you want to go out and get drinks? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, different world, man. Yeah, but he, oh, yeah, but yeah, he, he's he's into it. I thought he was going to have a heart attack when he deadlifted. He, he kept like shaking his head afterwards. I've never done that, and I was like, I was pretty good. <laughs> the uh, how do you cue them if you don't understand? You? I did. I just he just watches everybody. Like I put him in the group, and he just watch. He does what everybody else does. That's all he does. And just hope for the best. Yeah, he, he's getting it. The sad thing is, like he's a, he's like a, a senior exchange student, so he'll be he'll be gone. Mm. he'll start to get this stuff real good and be gone that's kind of like I, I don't know like I deal with that like with my lifting when I when kids want to power lift they'll wait till like junior and like junior or even senior year and they're like oh I want to do that powerlifting thing now but like I can't help you now like you're not going to be worthy anything to me right now I oh, try yeah, to tell you freshman year because I, that, that I said you're not going to so I kind of run into that with some kids and I go, I told you you're gonna you're gonna want to do it once you start getting confident. I got this girl who's a senior and like she she'll be good, but it's not worth my time because she'll be she'll be done in May. They're done in like May 12th in my school. So by the oh, time man. she gets good, she'll oh, be kind of fuck. Goddamn dog just threw up. Son of a bitch. Have fun <laughs> with that. <laughs> hey, I'm on here. Andy! he said that you know he wanted to take your class back in the day but he also wanted to do surfing and 30 other classes that that were offered at donovan back then oh wow. uh, yeah that that's all that that's a lot of guys like that that's they're like oh i want to do that they're like or i'll see them out and they'll be lifting hardcore now and you know 10 years later oh. Oh, and then yeah. the first thing they'll say is, wish I did that Powelton team. And I'm like, you know, 
it's either that or or even the girls i'll see some girls who got themselves in really good shape like later on like they they got in like hey I, hey coach look at me now or whatever and i'm like hey you're doing good they're like i wish i could go back and do powerlifting and you know it's like everything you just go whatever <clears throat> yeah how many how many guys are that deal with high school people or like high school kids that are speaking you guys know like out of the crew, that's um, everybody talking. So uh, Jim is, I am, Graham Wilkerson of Genesis, main athletic performance, Grindhouse, Bird, Bitney, Fahey, and you, and, and Fahey, because Jacob Ross and Corey of Corey Blend. Um, and then I think I'm. This and Nate prop. Well, I think Nate will cover kind of everything and anything. So, so basically, nine out of the twelve will be talking about high school and college mostly. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit briefly about the <laughs> pros for basketball that I work with, but everything else is just it's every sport. Everything else is all high school. So, um, I think everybody's everybody's in that same boat. Whether we got like one or two pros, some college, and a lot of high school. Got it. I yeah. think uh, I'm trying to think. I think you're Deb. I think you're the only one that's works at a high school, though, right? I want to yeah, say I, I think, think everybody uh, else is private. Is the I'm trying to think of one guy to hit me up. He might just be coming out to hang out. I didn't know if he was talking. Is it a, a dude from like the West ND barbell? Big ass dude. Oh, uh, does he go by yeah, conjugate strong? Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, he's not speaking, but yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I think yeah, he has. He, I think he has a high school. Uh, uh, high school. He's a high school guy. Yeah, he's a high school guy. Yep. Because he wanted to know. Because he he it's funny because he hit me up and was like, "Yeah, I fight with everybody. All, like, how do you get away with doing all conjugate?" Mm-hmm. And it, and it's kind of. I mean, it's my fucking weight room. So I built it. I got the money raised that they built the new place. I I built that. So. And, uh, you know, football team going from 0-10 to the fucking state championship, they really can't bitch. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's funny because uh, some other guy was talking to me today. He's like, how many monoliths you have? I said, well, I'm about to have four. And he's like, that's fucking incredible. And I was like, I'd rather – I'd have all monoliths if I could. Works out better for me. All the kids like all the kids like being on the monolith. And that shit is beautiful. I, the only time I've ever been on one was when I went to Westside. And I was like, especially if you use a bands, you just set up in your position and you good to go. Fuck yeah, that walking out shit. <laughs> That's why I do it, because it's it's you know, the walking out chains and bands is to me is 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 you know, at that setting for me is dangerous more than beneficial. Yeah. yeah. The uh you know, so it works out better. <laughs> You know, you still got some guys that walk and stuff. I'm like, dude, stay in place. This is, you know, they <laughs> yell at them because they still like to walk, walk around or move their feet. Shit drives me crazy, but the uh, so it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, I have a monolith at the house, and all the kids I have that started with me at my house now want to know I have a bigger place. If I want to get a monolith or bring my monolith there, they all want it. 
I think kids is like the way they look too. True. Like the no yeah. no newest one I got is is like an all like a, a Nate, uh, Notre Dame all gold. Ooh. So that I think they're more like, wow, look at that. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah, I think I think it's uh, like I said, I don't think that guy's talking or but he's coming out. But I, I guess I'm like the only high school. Which it sounds like a lot of people are interested to see, like how I pulled that off. So I'm anxious yeah. to I'm anxious to put that information out there. Like I said, the, the thing's going to be it's going to is a is how much how much run you got at your school you know that's what it i'm a one i'm a one i'm a one trick pony show at my school you know Mm -hmm. fortunately that uh i mean i when i turn in the the purchase orders and everything like i don't even get questioned they're just like how much is this and i'm like it's like 40 grand they're like um (laughs) let's just make sure we got this or whatever but they don't like ask me to get other quotes or or anything like that so I mean, I only get stuff from Dynabody, from Big Day, uh, Big Mike that I like, or or just uh, Elite Fitness. <clears throat> West Side, I used to get a lot of shit until they went rogue. Why'd you stop going to them? Because they went to rogue. Well, this week, I mean, there's probably nothing that I would I would probably get. Uh, I mean, the belt squat. I mean, I guess, I guess the. Uh, the only thing I don't like about Rogue, I would say personally, like a, a gluten ham or this and that, I think it has too many fucking bolts. Mm. I'd rather just have the piece, like the uh, just the just the piece that's welded together. And I guess that's my that's maybe just a preference thing, but that's kind of like me. Is the I think Rogue, I think Rogue makes good stuff and can be very successful. I just think they got to branch out into the the if, the if they do for the college world is the which I don't even know if they do now if they do do it but as far as just the uh, the uh, the colors and this and that you know yeah. I know they did Maryland's weight room which looks fucking gorgeous but could they do me a blue and gold weight room I don't know I don't know if that's our thing yet Rogue do you guys yeah, know they like to do all black <clears throat> so I don't know if they can do that right now I don't know if that's their thing. Yeah. You know, I got a piece of, I got a, I got the, uh, that I like a lot too. I got the Arsenal Strength, uh, um, incline press, plate loaded one. That's a nice piece. Well, like a ham, it's like a hammer strength type machine. Yeah. Like plate loaded. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, I guess it's got the close grip, the down grip, and then Mm -hmm. a regular wide grip. So it's like different for different. It's a good piece. The football, the uh, my football coach asked me about it, which is crazy. I ever found Arsenal strength shit. He kind of asked me about it. He goes, "I'm willing to buy it. Is it good?" And I go, "I'll take anything. You want to buy it?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Matt got knows some that, uh, like I, Arsenal strength puts out some good stuff too. Yeah, Matt I try to spread that, the well. I, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to elite and some guys, but I try to get a little whatever from everybody. Yeah, you know, Matt I just Mills been with over elite. at uh, Lightning Fitness has all uh, Arsenal, Elite, and I think he's got got some Atlantis stuff coming in. Who, who's that? The, the uh, Matt Mills over at uh, Lightning. Yeah, he has every fucking thing. Did yeah. you guys ever see yeah. the gym? It's in, in it's in Pennsylvania called Power Build. That motherfucker. No, no. 
You got to look it up. Power Build Gym. He's got, he bought this warehouse, gutted it, hooked it all up. He's got, he's got every, he's got Ghost, Arsenal, Elite, Rogue. He's got every fucking piece of equipment there is. He spent over a mil on the weight room. Really? What? Right. What? Where's he got the money from? Dude, I don't know. I don't, I want to fucking ask the guy because he's about thirty years old. What the fuck? Really? Dude, it it the trust fund or some shit? Dude, prostitution he's got, ring. He, he's, got some good he's like a that USPA guy. He's a APL and USPA guy. He has a, a good team there. But I'm talking about <laughs> he got a monolith from Ghost, a monolith from Arsenal, a monolith from Elite. Benches, all competition benches from like elite and arsenal and everybody. I mean, wait, I mean, dude, fucking the place is incredible. <laughs> Probably the best place I've ever seen. That's fucking <laughs> all red. Platforms, you might have 50 platforms, bro. What? Jesus. Yeah, it's 40,000 square foot weight room. Wow. 40,000? Yeah. Jesus Holy Christ. shit. I think lightning's 26. Yeah, you could get yeah. lost in this dude's joint. Jesus. Yeah, he's he's got some lifters, and but I just want to be like, dude, you can't be making that kind of – I've been around gyms oh, a long no. time. You ain't making that kind of money. <laughs> Not unless you bought the building outright. With, you know. On, like, fucking foreclosure or something. But just to – I mean, I mean, it looks like he has – I mean, even members, but, I mean – Dude, he's got like windmill treadmills. He's the woodway treadmills, everything. It's nuts. So I don't know. I don't know what. I don't what, know where he's he doing on the side. Though. I mean, what's he got? What's he got? 50, 50 to one hundred people paying there. That ain't shit you for mean, a you fucking ain't million dollars. Money on powerlifters, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's like. Uh, did you ever go to? what was it hybrid fitness in uh long island i went i went nah, there the only one i ever been is the old school place out in long island okay back in the this, day this place had <clears throat> all the like rogers athletic and all that stuff and it was like th- 300 members or so and you know maybe four thousand square feet and i don't know what happened but it, it went under in you know three or four years just revenues couldn't keep up or something. Well, I'm gonna keep a painter. And I'm gonna keep a, a painting guy on hold when this guy goes under. I'm gonna buy his shit. <laughs> <laughs> he has two yeah. gyms actually. He has one some in like Conshohocken, Pennsylvania, and, and this one out there. And I mean, he does like online stuff, everything. But I mean, I mean, I think he's in with like Mark Bell and some guys. He's a good, he's a strong fuck. I think he's like a 198 or, or like 220 dude. It's pretty strong. But you know how it is, man. It's, you know, you you get these dudes who are your partners and part of your team. And they, I mean, fuck, I've been through 100 partners since I've been at my school. Really? I've been there 23 years. I've been through probably like 50 dudes that have come and trained and gone. So... I don't really know, but well, I'm gonna head out. Yeah, I'm I'll done be too. Everybody, in a couple of days. 
Yeah. I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep taking right. my vitamins. <laughs> the Flintstones. The Flintstones vitamins. Are there any other kind? <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever my girl gives me, I just take. I just plop it in my mouth. She's here, take this. Is this for your immune system? Here, take this. She's going to be poison your ass one day. She can yeah. fucking tell you what his vitamins. is. <laughs> that damn Iacan powder. <laughs> All right, so you guys take care. I'll see you See you in, uh, soon. See you. Yeah, we'll see you in a few days. All right, guys. All right. See you guys. All right. Later. All right. You know, Bye. Well, that's all she wrote for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll be uh, recording another one with another special guest tonight, actually. Um, as always, if you're a coach or you know a coach that would like to be on the podcast, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. That's K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-R-O-D. If you want to hear from uh, great coaches like this and, you know, uh, Jim Jarvis and Mark will actually be speaking at the seminar. You know, just hit the link in the bio on my Instagram. Remember, it's this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, December 11th and 12th, from about nine to four, six speakers each day, uh, $20 for both days for Zoom, 30 for both days in person. And uh, also, you can pre-order my book, uh, and uh, that'll be covering conjugate for basketball, just like I will at the seminar. Um, really good. It's gonna be it's gonna be ebook at first, and then later on, I probably will publish it um, for a hardcover. But um, it's gonna be half the book is gonna be for performance on the on the court for covering drills and stuff like that. So for you guys that may have kids, we may be coaching teams as well as being a strength coach. It's gonna cover that from all the great coaches that I've had uh, for skills or plays and all that stuff that have. I've got taken what they taught me and applied it to the kids that I used to train for just the skill work. And then obviously the other half will be all the uh, strength conditioning side. Um, I even include warming up for weight, warming up for back, for the core, uh, when to eat, uh, recovery methods, cool down, all that. And I tell a little bit about my story, how I went from a little kid playing basketball, playing high school, college, semi-pro and then I transitioned to being a strength coach so um I think you've really you guys are really gonna like that um just remember hit the link in the bio for that and then if you have any other questions just shoot me a DM as always stay clean